I'm Mel Power and this is the Command the Price You Deserve show. Every week I'll be sharing real life stories and business hacks and chatting with fabulous guests to help you realize your own value and worth and design a business and life that you love. It's your weekly dose of positivity with real truth talk and just a little bit of fun thrown in that will compound your own energy to take action for yourself. I'm excited. Let's go. I'll see you on the inside. Hey, I'm Mel Power and welcome to this episode of Command the Price You Deserve. Today, we're talking about understanding your numbers of your business and what the story is that they're really telling you. Now, this is coming from the heart of an accountant. So this has been my profession for a really long time. Uh, as well as being a passionate marketing and salesperson, I have had the wonderful gift of being able to study the art of accounting and really understanding what those numbers mean and really having the ability to read a balance sheet and a profit and loss and translating them. And I've also had the incredible pleasure of being able to work with many small business owners and mums and dads that run them over the years and empowering them to really understand the same thing. I've also helped a lot, hundreds and hundreds of amazing uh, accountants and bookkeepers also grow their businesses around this gift or the gift of advisory, as I like to call it, because it is a gift. But what I want to touch on here is that Not only do we need to understand our numbers in our business, we actually need to measure and keep ourselves accountable. And it's not just about knowing, okay, well, how much cash is there in the bank at the end of the day? Or how much profit did I make? Or how much tax do I need to pay? It's actually about understanding the different pillars in the business and what numbers are important in those areas of the business and how you can use those numbers to measure the overall performance of the business and which levers you need to pull if something falls out of range. And so the four areas of business that I often refer to, and this is very, very traditional business foundational stuff here, is sales and marketing, operations and fulfillment. Now, fulfillment means delivering of client services, or it could mean a product, right? But it's still the same thing. So those four pillars of business all have their own metrics that as business owners, we really need to be measuring. And I'm going to go through each of them and explain what they are so that you understand and also that you've got the opportunity to work out mentally now, well, which ones am I measuring? And you know, which ones should I be measuring that I'm not? So I want to start at uh, operations because most people will start there. Now, when I mean operations, this means that you're looking at the regular types of numbers. So that might be what assets does the business hold, what loans or money does the business own, which is what we call balance sheet items in the accounting world. And then we move into profit and loss, which is actually looking at our revenue or income that's coming into the business, less all of our expenditure. 
And that's kind of operations. And so under that, we would also manage the budgets of the business. We would be managing the cash flow of the business. We would also be looking at closely what are the operational expenses that come up every month that the business incurs? Are they on track? Are they not on track? Are we paying too much? Are there things that we can cut, right? So that's that's the side of the operational things. And you'll find that a, most of you would have been used to visiting your accountant and talking about those numbers or working with your bookkeeper on keeping all of those things order and measuring the cash movements in the business and things like that. What I want to talk about is the other three areas of business that we have. And I'm going to start at fulfillment. Now, fulfillment is okay. It's actually delivering your services to your clients. And in a service-based business, there's things that we want to be measuring there, things like turnaround time. So how long does it take us to deliver this piece of work or this job or the project for the client? How many appointments do I need to you know, have in there to make sure that the client gets delivered? What are my labor costs in relation to making sure that the fulfillment is delivered for my clients. These are just some of the things. If you've got a business that's inventory-based, you're going to be looking at things like your stock levels, uh, your freight times, all of those different things. There's a whole lot of stuff in there. And those metrics will be quite specific for your type of business and the industry of business that you're in. So there will be specific KPIs that you will be looking at Uh, to measure in there. For me in my accounting and bookkeeping business, the biggest one that I measured there was turnaround time for jobs that we had for clients because I knew that if I could get quick turnaround time, that means that my profit would be higher because it cost me less to deliver. So it's very, was something that was really important that we would measure all the time. And we would also measure the quality of the work that was being delivered, right? I want to touch on sales and marketing at this point because these are often areas that unless you're in a business that you're really tracking these, usually with an online business, we will track these ones very closely. But generally in bricks and mortar businesses, often these are very high level uh, to like number of sales. But I want to drill down into some of the really key things that you need to be looking at in those areas. But before we do that, we're going to throw to a little story from one of my fabulous ladies who's really gone forth and commanded the price that she deserves in her life and business. I'll see you after the short break. Hello, I'm Michelle from Australia. I'm an accountant who has been running a bookkeeping business now for several years. I have been working phenomenal hours over those years, but now I have two small children and am really struggling to uh, keep my work-life balance and keep up with my workload. Um, I have been struggling now for a while with uh, anxiety, a bit of mother's guilt, and still trying to uh, forge ahead in my career. I knew something had to give, and in the back of my mind, I was thinking I just can't keep doing this uh, forever. And fortunately, I came across uh, Mel's adverts in Facebook for the Kickstart program and started watching a few of those videos. And when I saw her say, you need to get off the treadmill, that really resonated with me because that's what I was. I was definitely on the treadmill. 
Now, since working through the modules, um, my biggest take so far is to value myself and value my time because time now is very precious to me and I need to uh, be productive within that time and I need to uh, bill for that time. So as bookkeepers, um, a lot of the time our time is not valued and our skills are not valued. So I've really learned that too, just to value my skills because not everyone can be a bookkeeper. Not everyone is good at this uh, paperwork side of things. So that's the one big take that I had from working through these modules so far. I highly recommend this program. Uh, it does provide a lot of templates and uh, a bit of support. And what I'm finding is um, just to have that bit of backup to know that what I am doing is right, is on the right path. And just to have that bit of guidance on where I'm going to head with my career. So I highly recommend the Kickstart program and I'm just about to start the next uh, level of this program called the Ignite program. Um, I thank you to Mel for uh, obviously reaching out with those Facebook ads because I'd still be on the treadmill if I didn't. So good luck and um, thank you. Welcome back. We're talking about understanding and knowing your numbers in your business and measuring the important things. What I want to step you through now is the sales and marketing numbers. Now, sales and marketing definitely go hand in hand. Remember, marketing is just sales at scale. So the marketing needs to work to bring the leads in so that we convert those leads into clients, which is the sales process. So there's a few specific things that we need to measure. When it comes to marketing, especially if you are running paid traffic, which is where you are paying a platform like Google placement ads, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok ads, all of those things, you're actually paying money to generate leads to come into your sales funnel. So that means they hit the platform and they will access something of value or a piece of content or a lead magnet, which is what we call it in marketing world. And so from there, the things that you need to be measuring around there are things like your cost per lead. So what is it costing you to get a lead into your funnel from those particular platforms? What is it actually um, your cost per click? How does that vary across the different platforms. Within those different marketing platforms, there are a lot of different metrics. And I'm not going to go into them here because it's it's too in-depth to explain it on a podcast. But there are a lot of different metrics across those different platforms that you need to be measuring. And they will all perform different differently. So if you're a small business owner looking to go down that road, I definitely recommend you undertake some training or engage what we would call a media buyer that can help you with those things. It's a very, very specific field and it's actually got even more complex since the pandemic market hit. So definitely something that you want to get some support and advice on around that. So you also want to be looking at things like what is your conversion rate of your landing page? Now, the landing page is the page that people would come to or a website page. When they click on your ad from one of those platforms, they come to a landing page. And that page is where you say, hey, I'm Mel welcome. Here is my free XYZ piece of content that you've requested and you can access it here. 
just pop your details in. Remember, the whole reason of lead generating is we want to get those people's details and get them onto our email list. And don't worry, I'm going to talk about email in the next episode. So you want to get them onto your email list. So the landing page conversion rate is actually quite important. So, I mean, you know, you really want it to be sitting at least around, you know, 30 to 40% is good, right? If it's lower than that, you've got to start to think, "Mm, what's going on here? But again, these trends can change depending on what audience you're targeting, et cetera, et cetera, and what your offer is to market. But they are important things to measure because that will actually tell you, is your marketing doing what it needs to do for the business, which is to generate leads? Is it doing it effectively? Is it doing it efficiently? All of those things, because if it's not, then you're literally just throwing money off the cliff. So these are important things that you need to measure. Now, I want to move to the final metric and understanding your numbers in business. And this is really about sales. Once you're getting your leads in, actually converting those leads into customers is important because customers are the lifeblood of our business. So we need to understand what and know what our sales conversion rate is. Now, a sales conversion rate is what is the number of clients that are acquired over the number of people that have opted in or leads that have come in to our business. Now, ideally, you want that to be, you know, a minimum of, you know, 20 to 30%. Anything lower than that can start to get a bit tricky. So ideally, you know, we want it to be higher. I mean, the conversion rate in what we do is up around 60 to 70% because in my business, we are very, very targeted about who we want to speak to. We know who's coming through into our sales funnel. We understand what problems that people have and we know we've got exactly the right solution to help people. So it's very, very narrow. So once people come through, we know that, Ideally, once we get people into our sales process, that, you know, 60 to 70% of the time that they will come in and buy a particular product or get supported. If they don't do that straight away, then they usually will come back at a certain stage down the track, which is where that strong nurturing campaign comes into play. Now, when I first started out, Uh, It was much, much lower than that because I was learning. I wasn't sure about what I was doing. My offer and message wasn't quite refined. It's developed and increased over a period of time. I've got better at sales. Our team's got better, all of those things. But you have to start somewhere. But knowing what your sales conversion rate is very, very, very important because that way, once you know what that is, then you're able to forecast how many leads do you need to get into your business every month? How many of those leads do you know that you can convert? And from there, then you can forecast how much cash and revenue is going to be coming into your business, right? And then you can forecast what your operational costs and fulfillment costs will be to fulfill that. So, The moral of the story of this little episode is really for you to understand that 
All of those four components in a business must stick together because when they are all there, when you're measuring all of those numbers, they then give you the whole story of what's going on in the business and the ability to forecast out what's going to happen. Most people when they're in business run with blindfolds on because they don't understand this and you're not expected to because it's not something that gets taught in school, right? A lot of the time when you go into business, you don't know these things either. And a lot of advisors out there actually don't take the time to explain this. I know I didn't. It wasn't until I went into really the marketing world that I really understood a lot of these other different things and how they impacted and affected the ability and for a business to perform and also how I could track and measure those things. But, you know, that's the learning curve of being in business. And it's always an adventure and we're always learning and growing. So I really hope that this episode has been useful for you in understanding the things that you need to measure and, you know, get some help. Um, whether you're an accountant or a bookkeeper yourself, and you even if you understand some of this, I, I always encourage you to get an outside person to come and support you. And if you're in small business and you your advisor or accountant bookkeeper is not talking to you about these numbers, then you need to ask them. It's very, very important. So that's it from me, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. Please subscribe so you get your weekly dose of positivity and knowing your own worth. Please feel free to share with your clients and your friend. Leave us a review and I'd love to hear your thoughts about any other topics that you would like me to talk about. Don't forget to jump onto our website to access all the free tools and resources that we have to actually help you command the price that you deserve. All the links are below and you can follow me at Female Power on all the platforms. That's it from me. See you next week. Bye for now.